0: Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Clean Winner Podcast. My name's Jimmy Gott. Joining me here again is Vince Knott. What's up everybody? Welcome back. You're still on the podcast, Vinny, so congratulations. I, I haven't am. got kicked off yet.
1: Yep, we're on it. We're still here. Yeah, but we got a, uh, we got a lot to talk about today.
0: Uh, that Montreal tournament, you know, wrapping up right now, going underway. Uh, I believe Karina was in the lead the last we checked. Um, Montreal
1: Open, we got... Today it's going on live. Ooh, Herkic. Herkic took that first set 6-3,
0: but hold up. Look at the second Carino set. Busta, 4-1 up. Who yes. Who
1: do you think going to win that?
0: So, yeah, we were talking earlier uh, before the match started about, you know, who we thought was going to take that, and we both said Carino Busta was going to win this first one. We um, did.
1: We're sticking with that prediction. I'm sticking
0: with it, yeah, 4-1 here.
1: And last week we had some predictions going on, you know. Uh, Jimmy thought Rublev would take it, uh, take out Nisha. All right, bro, chill out on he that. Was he was wrong. He was completely wrong.
0: We both went two for three because I predicted uh, Medvedev winning, and you know somehow, in Vinny's head, he thought Medvedev was going to lose. <laughs> uh, Dude, I was feeling Nori. I was feeling it. And, you know, you shouldn't have been, but, you know, you were. That's eh, fine. Well, whatever. You know, you win, you lose. Sometimes you have
1: those hot takes, like, you know, Nishioka beating Rublev. Yeah. And uh, I want you guys to go back and watch that. I'm going to post some snippets. He was pretty confident on that one.
0: I was very confident. I mean, it was Rublev
1: against Nishioka. I just knew. I just I just got that sixth sense. You know? All
0: it, all it was, was was Rublev sold the bag. Rublev. He sold the bag.
1: <laughs> Rublev sold the bag pretty hard on that. I'm not even going to lie. Um, but, you know, I, I saw it coming. I, I just – I always do, you know, besides the Medvedev final.
0: Yeah, besides.
1: So, anyway, we're two all each and uh, on our predictions. And yeah. it's getting pretty competitive now as these series go on and as these tournaments play out. Yeah, we're going to
0: run through a couple today. Um, run through some predictions You want to get today?
1: on that? Pull the SNC? We SNC? Wait, let's talk about some of the Montreal upsets. Oh, yeah. Round of 16, that was crazy.
0: Yeah, That's so my, my thoughts on it were – Going in the round of sixteen, it looked like it was going to be a very eventful uh, quarterfinal and on. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally every single player sold the bag. Prince Everybody, gone,
1: Nori gone. You Givinor, name it. If they gone, ranked, they lost. Sinner gone.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kyrgios, gone. Which really made me mad because I was very excited. Yeah. Um. So
1: apparently Toronto and Montreal trade off every year on that tournament. Did you know that?
0: Oh, so sometimes. So they got like two facilities?
1: Yeah, so they'll play this Masters one thousand in Toronto one year, the next year it's in Montreal.
0: I actually didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I just learned that last week, so it's
0: pretty interesting actually. Yeah, Which one cool. do you prefer? Uh definitely Toronto. You know, I'm a big fan of the six. The six guys. <laughs> six guys. You, you name it. I'm a big fan of the six. Um so definitely Toronto.
1: I want to see what exactly look like cuz I do like Montreal as like a city and everything. I think it's pretty historic and cool. Um, Toronto. Eh, yeah, they that got looks more fire, of a dome. dude. That yeah. was fire. They got more of a dome center court. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, a,
0: I like how it's just uh, cuz obviously you guys can see that. It's just like one layer. You know, there's no like uh Balcony of a top or a bottom. Yeah, it's just, just like, like one door layer.
1: But here, I mean, check this out. It's Montreal right here. It's pretty nice. Toronto. Toronto is probably more like uh, ambient with the dome yeah. feeling. Yep. I probably go Toronto as well. I think it's quite nice. Um, so that tournament in Montreal, uh, it was pretty crazy. The women's singles we had Haddad Maya. Make it all the way to the final from Brazil, unseeded.
0: Yeah. She beat Iga Suitek. Back Literally and- unreal. She went through, what, four or five seeds on her way? Like, just had a, such a hard draw and still managed to She beat to get... Iga Swiatek.
1: Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yep. Um, so, be looking out for her at the U.S. Open. I think she's going to have a really good run.
0: Yeah, big time.
1: Um, Coco Gauff got to the round of, uh, or the quarterfinal, it looks like. So, shout out to Coco Goff. It's still doing well. Young gun. Yeah. Killing it. She's fun to watch. She is fun to watch. Um... Who says Pegula, girl? She's killing it. Pegula.
0: Pegula? You don't know Pegula? No, I never heard. She's been out and around for a little bit. I believe... Jessica Pegula. If you look her up, I believe her dad's a billionaire. Are you serious?
1: Pretty sure. Jessica Pegula. I wonder what her ATP ranking is. Look up her dad. Jessica Pegula is an American professional tennis player. Number seven in the world. She, July 18th. Hit Trey. Uh, Trey Pegula. Trey Pegula. Terry. Terry. Terry Pegula. American billionaire businessman. <laughs>
0: oh. Hey, look at that, guys.
1: He's petroleum
0: engineer. So this girl was kind of just like... But there was a thing, like, her dad... So she obviously wanted to go pro and be a tennis player, you know? Oil and gas
1: billionaire. But for a
0: little bit, she was on the clasp of, like, if she could do it or if she couldn't. Um, so there's, like, a little money situation. Yeah. And I, I believe I heard on, like, uh, the ATP Tennis Channel that she wasn't given money, like, by her dad, because she just wanted to see if it was possible, you know, for her to play WTA, like, alone, with, like, without any help. Oh, just so to she do would it only, the right way. Yeah, do it the right way. So she was only, you know, spending the money she would make from tournaments. And obviously it's working out because, what, she was the seventh seed in this? Sure, she's seventh in the world. Yeah. She didn't want to get slack
1: from people, so like, about it. Yeah. Okay, well, respect to, you know, Huge respect, that's yeah, awesome. that's awesome. I didn't really didn't know that. That's crazy you knew that her dad was a billionaire. Dude, come on now. Man. I <laughs> see that's what I
0: bring to this Jimmy, podcast. Jimmy man. with the knowledge, that's why we got him on here. You I'll know. bring some random stuff um to help out. <laughs> Sakurai, my girl though. That's my favorite I, I was just about to say. That's my favorite <laughs> that's my favorite WTA player. Uh she's feisty, man. She's feisty. She is feisty. She fights. Um she might be the most jacked looking player on the tour. Yeah, she's
1: strong. She's got huge shoulders and strong arms, so she creates a lot of power. Yeah. Um, I, I'm Bianca Andreescu. Yeah. I might, I might have a little bit of a crush on her, but <laughs>
0: she's yeah, my favorite player for no, sure. I see it. Completely. Great
1: tennis player. Um,
0: we're seeing, uh, the Western Southern coming up. What do you think about that? Western Southern? I'm pumped. So Vinny and I are going on Wednesday. If any of you guys would be there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, look out for us. We'll be looking out for y'all. Yeah, definitely say hi if you see us. Uh, but we were looking at the draw for the, uh, you know, especially the ATP and Cincinnati and the quarter, like the round of 16 quarterfinals, there could be some really, really, really good matches. Um, do you have the, the draw pulled
1: up? Yeah, let's pull up the draw. Um, here, first round of qualifying, <sighs> Jack Sock, man, I don't know what happened to him. He lost to Ivashka, 6 That's just upsetting. I really like Jack Sock. Um, Muzetti beat Altmeyer, Kozlov lost, another American Um, Tyra Daniel's just been the qualifying punching bag. On the on
0: the Jack Sox subject from a little earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, I bet he's playing doubles.
1: Oh yeah, we we should check out. He might be playing with Nick. Mens doubles. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays with Nick. Here, let's see if we find Jack. Oh,
0: Kokonakis and Nick.
1: That would be great. I'd definitely have them to win it, Kokonakis and. Man, we'd have to check that out. We'll have to
0: see if they're playing dubs on on Wednesday. It's Monday,
1: August fifteenth. So I know, but if so they, they make win. it, well, pro- I think they will. I think they'll do good. So cordless. far, I'm not seeing Jack Sock. I don't know if he's playing doubles. Yeah, it looks like not. So unfortunately, Jack Sock's out of there. Uh, men's singles back to qualifying first round. giron Bikudla, I like watching him play. Uh, a yeah. former college tennis player. Um, where did he play? I believe it was UCLA. I
0: think. I think so.
1: Marcos Giron College.
0: If you're wrong, you owe me two bucks. University of California. Yeah, Los Angeles. You got
1: it. Oh, that's it. UCLA? Yeah, UCLA. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Boom. What's up? I know my stuff.
0: All right, bro. Save two <laughs> bucks. That's chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so, we, you know, I say we do some picks here. You, you want to do some picks? For the right. and Southern.
1: First round. We got some first round predictions for you guys. You already know I'm going to beat Jimmy. He's We're going to keep no the record
0: here. Uh, so far, obviously, 2-2. Two to
1: 2-2. Two. Two to two.
0: But, uh, It's probably but not going to be that way come well, next do, episode. Let's do six. Six, six matches. Six matches. Bro.
1: Okay, I like that. Six matches. Which ones do you want to pick? Let's do the round of 64.
0: That first one right there. Shapo, Demi.
1: Oh, this is such a hard one, dude. Such a hard thing. I'm going Shapo. Let's see head-to-head.
0: Shapo, Volov. See, because Shapo, Volov, he's been... You know, not doing as good as he would like to for sure. But, you know, he's still playing pretty well. Uh, Dimitrov has claimed recently that his goal right now is to get back in the top 10, Mm -hmm. Um, which is a high goal. I don't, what's he currently in the world? 19. Yeah. So that's a big climb going from 19 to top 10. That is a big climb. Very big. Um, Doable for him. Uh, He's just, what, he's going to have to make a lot of quarters, he's going to have to make a lot of semis here. Mm-hmm. And uh, these ATP like two fifties and above, he you know, it's wants crazy. Get that to confidence. Think
1: Shapovalov's only twenty three. He's only twenty three years old. I
0: felt like he was like maybe twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, because last week we were talking about his first run, two thousand seventeen. Mm hmm. Um, he was a teenager then, so you it's know crazy. that's five years. He's probably eighteen then. Now he's twenty three.
1: It's important to note: Dimitrov does have the head uh, to head over Shapovalov two Two to one. one.
0: Yeah. So I'm still taking Shop, though. I uh, I'm gonna take Dimitrov. You're taking Dimitrov? Yeah. Alright. Alright, so we uh we got one up here. Someone's gonna win, someone's gonna lose.
1: <laughs> you love to see it. Uh oh, is there a live match going on here? Van De Zanschulp versus Cressy. Okay, that looks like it's gonna go to three sets. Uh de Schulp is up six two first set, Cressy's up five two second set. Cressi. Battle of the Giants. Cressy. Cressy? Yeah. Yeah, serving sort of volley's Cressi. too good. I'll take Cressy. You Uh Giron Fognini's going on. Giron won that first set seven six, and he's down four two in the second. We've been seeing a lot of this on these uh, hard court matches where people taking the first set and just losing the second set. Yeah, you know the momentum swings are crazy right now. Yeah,
0: junior tennis level momentum.
1: <laughs> tennis. <laughs> junior tennis level momentum. Uh, Ivashka
0: Kakanakis. Kakanakis took that first set seven five. Boom. Won it. He's Great. Like, I love watching that guy. It's crazy the amount of injuries he's had. You know about his injuries? Yeah, I know all about that. He's had, like, over seven, like, serious injuries, surgery-needed injuries. You know, something like ACL, uh, MCL, like, broken ankles, broken foot. Like, you name it, that guy's probably had broke it, like, literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild, man. But he's he's still back, still playing good. Yeah, I'm He's a big Cucanacus fan. Crazy talented.
1: Very big fan. Um, let's do another one. So, let's. Uh, we got one prediction under our belt. Let's do one more. Okay. Five more. But, what's the next one? You want one? me to pick the next one? Yeah, I'll pick the next one. Mulkan, Schwartzman. Mulkan all day. All day, without a doubt.
0: Schwartzman. One hundred percent. Disagreement two number two. Win
1: number two for me. You know what I'm saying? To so get a
0: name like Schwartzman, you got to be able to handle players like that with these consistently, and uh, Schwartzman's one of those players that can do that.
1: Okay, let's do Molkan Schwartzman head to head then, huh? Mulkin.
0: I've got no clue. What it's gonna be to be honest. Man,
1: head to head. I think uh, Molkan and Schwartzman maybe. Okay. Come on, boy. Come on, okay. boy. Okay. <laughs> Diego Schwartzman it, does one have uh, one win over him, and Mulcan zero wins over Schwartzman. Uh, With that being said... Are you going to change? Schwartzman is going (laughs) to (laughs) lose. Yeah, nah. Yep, he is. Okay, next one. What do you want? I'm going to pick
0: pick, uh, Brooksby, Tommy, Paul. Brooksby, Tommy, Paul. (sighs) You know I love my Brooksby, and I'm going to take Brooksby. Two sets.
1: You know, earlier we were talking about this, and I kind of agree with him on Brooksby, but now that I think about it, you want to go back to Tommy Paul? I'm going to take Tommy Paul. He had that crazy win over Alcaraz, and Tommy Paul is just so athletic. I definitely think Tommy Paul is going to take the win.
0: I hate it when the Americans play each other. Yeah. First round. Yeah, me too. You know, you re- you like to see them play each other, in like quarter or something. Give I- them both a chance, but uh, between those two, for me, it's got to be Brooksby.
1: What do you think about this? Uh, the Russian flag not being displayed on
0: these draws. All right, we're getting into some controversial Let's stuff go. here. Let's
1: talk about it.
0: Uh are they? They're doing it because of like the Ukraine stuff, right? That's mm, why. I believe so. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with it because they're doing it because of the Ukraine stuff. But if it was because, honestly, I'm I'm just fine with it in general. Uh, because they they let them play the whole time, right? There was no restrictions. Or was yeah, it? yeah,
1: they, they let them play. Oh, and uh, no Russians was, were allowed to play Wimbledon.
0: Yeah, so that I'm, that I'm out. I'm against that.
1: I'm against that as well because, look, it's the players. Like, if you're not going to display their the country flag, that's one story. Yeah. Because the players' country has nothing to do with the players. So if you're not going to display the flag, the players, you know, they're still people, they're still players, you know. They're tennis players. They don't really have much going on with what all the bad stuff happening? Exactly. Their country does, however. Yeah. So if you're not going to display that country
0: flag, then you got to show the player. That's fair. The player is a person. You know, the players work so hard. Wimbledon is one of those tournaments. You know, yeah. I mean, imagine if it was a case where, you know, Russian was growing up, you know, trying to play, try to make the tour, mm-hmm. and let's say it's like a player on the, like, like on the come down, mm-hmm. who's never played Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. They get one chance to play Wimbledon. I don't know if this happened
1: probably did
0: yeah and then got taken away from them simply because he was born in Russia um, yeah I don't think
1: that's fair I definitely think they should have been played uh, Russian players definitely should have been able to play Wimbledon uh, the no flag display it's a little weird you know it's kind of tripped me out
0: but it is weird
1: but um it, it is what it is you know it's it's uh it's a message I think they're trying to send the and tour. I know
0: a lot of like the Russian players I remember Sharapova. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you know guys like Kashinov and Karatsev, but Sharapova was born in Russia, right? I believe so. She was born in Russia and I believe she moved to the United States before she was two. Uh, For sure before she was three. And she, you know, keeps the Russian flag. She had kept that her whole career.
1: Medvedev removes Russian flag from Instagram account. Wow. Interesting. That is wild. World world number one Daniel Medvedev and Olympic silver medalist Karen Khachanov have removed the Russian flag from their Instagram accounts as they face competing as neutrals after the International Tennis Federation spared players from the national uh, from the nation of exclusion from
0: events in light of war in Ukraine. How many players, like some, how many Russian players do you think, like, go back to Russia consistently? Like, mm, when's the last, I, time, I, I when's the last time you think Rublev's been over there? Oh, a tennis player? Not often. Exactly. They're always on the road. Exactly. They're always on the road. Like, I feel like, you know. Check this out. Look at before Like that and Shapovalov after. thing. She lived in the United States basically her whole life.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. What, are you saying it's Sharapova? Yeah. Oh, I think you said Shapovalov. Oh, I meant Sharapova. Oh, yeah. Sharapova. Sharapova. Sure. Look at this. Russian flag was there. It's gone. That's crazy. That really is crazy.
0: Who finds that out? <laughs> I don't know. Who's like, stalking like that, it's that Instagram It's a really subtle thing, you know. Yeah, it's like I'm. I'm gonna open up next podcast. Vinny, you changed your Instagram bio. <laughs> <me. laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed. Um, let's see, Sharapova.
1: Birth, place. I'm it was
0: Russia, and yeah, yeah, she had moved by the age of like two or three to the United States and lived there ever since, but. It, that kind of annoyed me because she would claim, you know, she was Russian, but really, she was more American than anything. But she was playing for the Russian flag instead of the American flag. Kind of made me mad. Not yeah, I lie. could
1: see, I could see it. She developed her career in the U.S. Yeah. So it's like, hmm, why would you yeah, play for Russia? Yeah, it's, a little, Russia? Yeah, it's a little bit sus. Like obviously you're Russian, you're proud of that, whatever. But sure. Like. You developed your tennis career in the U.S., why wouldn't you play under the American flag? Maybe it has to do with some just sort of competition. She's flat be out more elements. American
0: than Russian. She's yeah. more American than Russian. Yeah, I agree.
1: All right, uh, where are we on? Our third prediction here? Yeah. Uh, Wait, no, we're on. Uh, we did Shapovalov, we did Mulkin Schwartzman, we just did Brooksby. Brooksby, so fourth.
0: Yeah, you picked this one.
1: Um, I want to do reservoir versus J.J.
0: Wolf. J.J. Wolf. J.J. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both a little bit biased here, uh, but JJ Wolf for sure. Uh, you know, looking at this match, trying to look at it, unbiased, But you got JJ Wolf, Young Gun. You got Rusevori. You know, a little more uh, tour tested.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: could both, very winnable match for both players. Uh, but in Cincinnati, JJ's going to have that adrenaline. He's going to have that crowd. Yeah. Um, honestly, it will be a wild atmosphere watching him play there. It would be. Uh, and JJ seems like a guy who really enjoys playing under those conditions. So I'll take J.J. Wolf. Might be a tight match. Might go three. Might be grindy sets. Might tire him out for the second round. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll take J.J.
1: Yeah, I'd take J.J. I think he's going to overpower Rizavori on the big court. Rizavori, you know, he takes the ball pretty early. um, Hits pretty hard. But I think it's a good matchup for J.J. I think Uh, J.J. would struggle more against a grinder.
0: I agree. I would love to see J.J. come out and just... Start bombing serves. Yeah, just like not run holding run. anything back. It seemed like when he's playing Rublev, he was really holding like some back. You know, he's going more for placement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say just, he's got a huge serve if he hits it. Yeah, I think he gets up to one thirty, Vinny. Really? I think he does. It's pretty huge for his size. It's it's big. That's sir. massive. If he can get up to the those numbers here early on in that match, he's got it. One thirty on the hard
1: courts. If he's serving that like every couple serves, you know. Tough to beat. It's gonna be pre- be putting a lot of pressure on his opponents that yeah. way. Yep. All right, we're gonna do one more prediction. Not six, five. I call this one Korda Kachanov. Oh, Korda Kachanov.
0: Kachanov. I got Kachanov. Sadly, as much as it hurts, because I do love Korda. Mhm. Um, cool athletic family Korda is, but I'll take Kachanov two sets.
1: Kachanov two sets. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay, one more prediction. I know we're gonna disagree on this. <laughs> <laughs> Karenia Busta, Kecmanovic,
0: Busta, Kecmanovic. Yeah, Busta. But no, no. See, see, I don't know how he can say that. He's tired. He's at Karenia currently Busta's in as a we're final as this. we speak. He's exactly. in a final as we exactly, speak.
1: exactly what he's tired. Kecmanovic is a beast. He's gonna take him out easily, two sets, honestly.
0: You and the Serbians, Vinny. I don't know what it is, man. I love the Serbians. For his predictions, all he looks at is the flags, guys. He sees the flag, and based on that is how he makes his decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So for that one, he saw the Serbian flag. He thought it was Djokovic and, maybe and picked, a little the, picked maybe the wrong player.
1: Maybe a little bit. Okay, maybe a little bit.
0: I'm,
1: I'm not going to disclose that information.
0: No, that, that's right. an easy tick on the uh, on the sheet for me. Easy.
1: All right, let's search up some latest tennis news going on. I know. I got Kalamazoo. something.
0: I got something from Kalamazoo from junior tennis. An okay. Ohio native Nicholas Godsick wins the doubles with his uh, teammate. I forget his teammate's name. Um, uh, Ethan Quinn. Ethan Quinn. Yep. So they make the they got a wild card into the U.S. Open doubles draw. Very very cool to see because you know usually those kids who make the doubles, who win the doubles or the singles and get that wild card, mm-hmm. usually those are kids from Florida. California, you know. Usually. Ohio, man. dude. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio is today. pretty.
1: It is pretty dry place to train tennis. I'm not gonna lie. Indoor. Indoor, you know, it gets cold. Yeah. Not a lot of nice courts. Not a ton of players. To he be he definitely did a lot of a lot of traveling. For you know? sure, yeah, he's been traveling around the road. I mean, he's number. It said he was number eight on tennis recruiting, blue chip, going to undefeated Stanford.
0: against four stars. Yeah, going to Stanford. Stanford commit. So. Yeah, he's di- he's got dialed. Uh, dialed. I mean, I would love to see him you know, win a round or two. Look at that trophy, too. You mm-hmm. guys can't see it. It's actually a very sick trophy. Trophy is like a massive bowl. Pretty big with a little bowl on top, yeah.
1: Kalamazoo, arguably the best junior tournament there is in the world. In the world, really? In the world, I would say. Better than the Grand Slams, in my opinion. Yeah? Yeah, just because Grand Slams, I don't know about Junior Grand Slams. It just doesn't feel right because... You associate it, the Grand Slams with pros, but juniors is mm-hmm. like, that's yeah. like a junior-only oh, Grand yeah. Slam, you know?
0: Yeah, it has a different atmosphere yeah. to it. Yeah,
1: that's how I would describe it for sure. Um, so, uh, we got some other tennis news. Simona Hallop, she won that uh, Montreal Open, of course. Yeah, uh, right. Oh, yeah. wait, is it uh, in Toronto, the women's? Yeah. Oh, it's in Toronto. My bad. So the women's is being played in Toronto, and oh, and then I will they switch it next year? I believe the they to switch Toronto? it every year.
0: Ah. Yes. The more you know. The more you know. Um, you want to pull up that uh, the Brazilian match right now? was on a seven-match winning
1: streak against top twenty players. That is unbelievable. Yeah, it seems like Halip just legit. ended it. Pull up that Karina match. I'm okay. gonna
0: say in the third set right now. Crania in the third set. Crania up a break in the third. Uh, Montreal open and singles. Crania up a break in the third, guys. Oh! <laughs> almost! Her
1: catch held serve in the third. It's probably close. That's a good prediction there. You yeah. knew they were in the third first game. Come on now, dude. I know my times. And You know that. Um, so, Crania's going to win, though. Crania? It's a disadvantage not serving first in the third, in my It is opinion. tight.
0: Tighter to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have to play that. good
1: tennis to get on top of him. Yeah um now let's see here uh tennis canada cancels montreal to comply with quebec government orders what is this um the wta edition of the rogers cup will not be shifted to a later date in 2020 uh that's 2020 oh. okay so there's some stuff going on in 2020 with that man canada has just got all these kind of rules going <laughs> on for real um joker's can't play man
0: i do got a question for you about the cincy open here okay like obviously it's early we'll probably be filming another podcast uh sometime during the week um so we'll probably do another prediction of the final but as of now who do you think will win the cincy open this year
1: um cincinnati you know western southern open it's probably the greatest tournament of all time (laughs) in the history of tournaments um Uh, i wish i probably am gonna have to go with nick curios you're going you're going curious nick Nick curios or Ralph and nadal are gonna win the tournament for sure
0: i agree with those two being the heavy favorites i mean obviously nadal just the dog mentality um but if anyone could take out nadal It would be either Alcaraz or Kyrgios, Um, especially Kyrgios right now playing really, really, really good tennis. Mm. Um, He's proven that he can beat Nadal in some of these American tournaments on hard. Uh, You know, you see him beating Nadal, I think even in Cincinnati already in the past, but also in Washington. Um, Kyrgios just seems to show up differently right now. Uh, I could really see him win, but I do think it would be Nadal's. I think it's going to be Nadal's as of now.
1: Yeah, I agree And it all. Despite all the injury problems going on with him, I do think that he's the one guy yeah. early stage in a tournament you can look for and say, okay, this guy has a good chance of winning the tournament. Every time. Every, Every time. time. Every time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, check this out. Daniel Medvedev caught in confrontation with Montreal Masters fan. After uh, loser chance,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's mad. He looks so
1: mad, uh, he's pretty uh, pissed off, guys. In this photo, um, he suffered this was after he lost to Nick Kyrgios in Montreal. New footage has caught Daniel Medvedev uh, confronting a fan of the Montreal Masters after being called a loser. The incident happened after his defeat to Nick Kyrgios in the opening round.
0: I and mean, I have to say. Hold on, it, even in guards. our even in our high school tennis career, yeah, we were definitely like chanted at worse things than loser.
1: Oh yeah, loser. You know, I had, <laughs> like, like <laughs> I had like at one point maybe like 15, 20 like high school students just like <laughs> you know heckling me. I can't even really? say on the podcast what they were <laughs> saying, <laughs> but it, it was pretty yeah. fun, man. I honestly enjoyed those times a lot.
0: No, those make it fun, but for a pro, you know, especially someone. Medvedev who you know number one number two in the world whatever. I mean stakes are higher stakes are higher But being called a loser by a fan and you lose your you know, you but lose imagine your mind what He's going it. through he's number one Vinny, in the world. Vinny, Vinny, he's I don't not, not winning he's as much through. I don't care what and, he's and people
1: through. think he's like a phony number one and he has to prove himself all the time and He's got all this pressure like imagine how Vinny, that affects his mental. We were
0: we were high school tennis players <laughs> <laughs> Getting called worse things than a professional <laughs> Well, you know, and he he got butt hurt because of it. We were do we just didn't care at all. Nah, yeah, it didn't matter. Check uh, this out.
1: Security <laughs> guards can be seen surrounding the world number one as he tells the hater that he is calm but doesn't like the chance. Wow, what a, what what rea- Retaliation.
0: I can totally see, <laughs> I can totally see someone going up to and being like, "You're a loser," and him turning around and being like, "I do not like that <laughs> you called me a loser." He says, he <laughs> says, uh. Calm, don't like chant. (laughs) Don't like chant. Don't like chant. (laughs) Calm, in the Russian accent. Uh, Interesting, though. I didn't hear that
1: before this. So, so guess what? Uh, And now it appears that things got even worse for the U.S. Open champion after the match, as TikTok video has shown the Russian being called a loser by a fan. At the tournament in Montreal before, he decides to walk up to the man in question and confront him. As, Med- as Medvedev walks past fans waiting outside the stadium, loud shouts of loser can be heard. As as the- <laughs> man, I thought Canadians were like yeah, the nicest yeah, that people. Yeah, I was just going to say that. What What's up is with up? Canadians right now? What is up I mean, I love it. it. I oh, love it. Oh, check it. this out. Check this out. Seeing confronting the spectator, security guards surrounded by world number one. And he asks, what did you say? As things continue to heat up, Medvedev can be heard telling him, I'm super calm. I'm super calm. Let me tell you, I'm super yeah, he's calm. calm.
0: Guys. Hey, he's loser,
1: calm. loser, loser, loser. I'm super calm. What See,
0: what the This is this is why tennis gets a bad rap too. <laughs> Just little things like this, Vinny. He gets called a loser and gets all freaked out about it. I mean obviously he stayed calm, you know, can't forget about that. But he did freak out about it.
1: Oh. Like <laughs> Medvedev. Then speaks uh, about eye contact and tells his naysayer, don't look down. Don't look down. <laughs> so, so imagine, here's how it plays out. Loser, loser, loser. Hey, don't look at me. Don't like. I'm the captain. <laughs> look at me. Don't like. I'm super <laughs> calm. Don't look down. Don't look down. I'm super calm. Don't you look down. Don't Mano's do that. got problems. Yeah. You know, Medvedev, it's all right, man.
0: No, but it does, like I was saying, it makes tennis look like such a soft sport. In the, same yeah. way, in the same way, Vinny, as even just, like, in practice, like, someone would, like, you know, go to the net and you'd, like, fire one right at their face. And it would hit them. Yeah. Right? And then so many people, after they hit somebody, act like, they act like you just got shot. They're like, oh, my God. Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, my God. They, like, mm-hmm. start freaking out. And yeah. you're just standing there. You just got hit by a ball. You're like, shut up. I'm fine. Is yeah. it, Did that annoy you, too? That, you that does. That does annoy me a little bit. Because it's, like, I get it. Like, it's tennis. Yeah but you don't got to make it so wimpy. Yeah. There's no <laughs> need to make it so wimpy. Like, it's actually a grueling sport. Yeah. It's just that people who do that give it such a bad rep. Same with same with this. Yeah. It just gives it a bad rep. Like, chill out, dude. So you a loser. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. You lost. You're a loser. Yeah. Today.
1: It is what it is. By the way, guys, this is uh, brought to you by express.co.uk, sport tennis uh, news channel on, uh, you can search up this article. It's Some pretty interesting. MLA 8
0: citations. Yes. Out here.
1: Yeah, I got that. Thanks, um, Nick Curio's breakthrough and consistent winning could be incredible for the sport. It could be. It really could. Um, uh, <laughs> what is this one? Oh! Uh, Emma Radicon, who's hot, dates a first uh, a fast car oh, and Serena reading. Williams.
0: Yeah, it was here at The US right Open
1: now. champion just learned to drift and then pulled the Serena Williams lottery ticket in Cincinnati, getting to play the legend before she retires. It's the perfect crescendo to the teenager's dream year. Probably is, actually. Yeah, low key. She knows how to drift in a Porsche. That's Porsche. A Porsche.
0: <laughs> she might she may be one of my new favorite tennis players too, I don't know.
1: Yeah, she's one of Could your be. favorites. Yeah. I, I, I like her. She's obviously
0: cool. Sakurai, number
1: one, but Sakurai. Ratokana, yeah. honestly. Ratokana is the best. Um
0: yeah. You wanna you wanna hit up the hub- hypothetical here?
1: Um yes, I'm very interested in this hypothetical. Let's hear.
0: Alright, so you gotta think of this in like a different way too. You gotta think of it as you gotta take everything into account. So if you were to be like live their life, any tennis player on the tour right now, mm-hmm. Um, Who do you want to, like, live as? And for me, when I was thinking about this and coming up with it, I was thinking, like, obviously, you know, you could go Fed. You could go Nadal. You could go Djokovic. Mm -hmm. But the fame that comes with that, you know, in my opinion, it might not be worth it. You know, they they can't go to the grocery store probably. They can't go out to eat uh, without people, you know, seeing them, looking at them, staring at them, trying to take pictures with them. You know, you name it. Uh, And all this, the the articles about you, everybody watching your every move, you know, you can't go anywhere in silence. Mm -hmm. Um, or would you rather be, you know, someone for me, it would be Taylor Fritz, obviously a good player, you know, a guy who wins titles, guy who, I can't believe it. I literally, out of who,
1: all the players, he wants to be Taylor Fritz. How no, many, because doesn't he has like a baby mom lifestyle. or something.
0: He does. He does. Taylor Fritz, um, net worth.
1: Taylor Fritz Networth. net worth. Are you cool with that hair though? The middle part? What do you think about that? What do you think? I mean, obviously, you think
0: I'd rather have my body as Taylor Fritz, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's fair. It's totally fair. Sure looking sure. dude. Taylor um, Fritz, net worth salary, like $6 million.
0: But, like, he's known in the tennis world. Net
1: worth $3 million. A good player known in the tennis so world. So, what are you going to do with $3 million? Makes good money. Well,
0: what? Let me ask you, what are you going to do with $3 million? Hmm. Uh, If I was Taylor Fritz or if yeah. I was me?
1: Well, you're Taylor Fritz now.
0: Yeah, so if I i buy some condos. Those condos. Um, you know, pay my training staff.
1: Play your training staff, win some tournaments.
0: Win some tournaments. It's not bad life. It's not win. bad. It's not. I do think though, out of all the pro sports, being a pro tennis player, probably one of the worst ones. Worst. At, worst. I think so.
1: When you get to travel and play these tournaments, these beautiful locations. You yeah, go to Israel. You got all so tiring, Vinny. Yeah, it probably is pretty as, tiring. As far as
0: physically demanding sports come, mm-hmm. I honestly think tennis is up there. I mean, obviously, it's a different kind of fitness. Tennis, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's one that's you know pretty hard to keep up. Obviously, like football and soccer, you know, are right in there too. But I do think tennis is one of the harder, uh, you know, fitness sports to be pro at. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to like, if I were to be any pro like athlete, it would be a golfer easily. Oh yeah, for easily. sure. For sure. I gotta do is play golf all day long. Yeah. Like how miserable of life is that? Um, but yeah, I go to Taylor Fritz because you know he can go out in public and you know most people won't know who he is. Yeah, you know, but some people will. Yeah, which will. would be cool. You yeah, know, you'll you'll have have you want a good mix. You want a good Um Yeah, but he's a cool, dude. On and off the court, it seems like.
1: I respect it. I understand the whole like fan yeah. thing. Yeah. So who do be- you go with?
0: Honestly, it's really a battle of do you
1: want to be noticed all the time and yeah. like have everyone bothering you twenty four seven? Like, I'm sure you guys have seen this if you follow tennis uh, pretty heavily. That video went viral. The guy had a tattoo of Roger Federer's face in a restaurant. And he stood up and Federer was eating dinner. And he's like, Yo, I got a tattoo of you. And Federer loved it and all. Personally, you did that to me. You walk up to me, tattoo. I'm like, Bro, I'm just trying to have dinner. That now. is creepy. Yeah, that's pretty weird. But honestly, you know, it's also kind of an honor someone got a tattoo of you. I mean, face low key, yeah. It. It's like, it's pretty sweet. Like, that'd be cool. But then I don't know how I'd take it. I'd be like, dude, like, seriously?
0: Yeah. Like, like are you serious right now? Yeah, I'm do just Do not a put my face on you. Know, you you'd bro. be like, I'm just a person. I'm yeah, just like be, you.
1: dude, I'm just playing tennis, man. I'm just really good at tennis. Um, anyway, I would be Roger Federer.
0: <laughs> after after he said all of that, he still wants to be Roger Federer. Yeah, I, I would mean, be whatever. Roger. Yeah, you want you want to be tattooed on some people. So that's I want to see not. what
1: what's my net worth gonna be if I'm Roger Federer, um, Roger. I don't think
0: he's worth a yet. Well, UNI- he's got I think that Uniqlo I think deal. He's
1: near. Uh, it's near 550 million. So. Yeah, it's pretty insane. I would love to be Roger. I That's just a lot of money. I just love to have that much money, maybe buy a private island and just, you know, live, live with a huge mansion, yacht, around the Caribbean, yeah. play tennis, whatever. I'd retire it. immediately.
0: <laughs> no, what you'd do if you had that much money, you'd have to just open like a, like a business on a big scale and then just give give it to somebody else basically mm-hmm. to run. Like just give, a CEO, give it to a CEO and just watch the bread roll into your bank account. Just more and more bread. He does really. make
1: crazy investments with Barilla and uh, also on running.
0: Really? Yeah, he, he's really good businessman. Because I know the uh, like when he got his Uniqlo deal, it was 10 years, 100 mil. Yeah. 100 mil. Hundo. I think it was more than that, actually.
1: 100? 10 years, 100?
0: 10 million a year, <sighs> Yeah, tennis just, endorsements. Just to wear clothes, Vinny.
1: Tennis endorsements, guys, they're probably one of the largest endorsements
0: out there in sports. Tennis yeah, and endorsements. I'm still waiting to get something, a contract like that from Clean Winner. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Where'd you get this from? Oh, wait, you bought that. Yeah, dude, uh, I, I got to buy all my clothes. We, we gotta, hey, we got to get you some rackets for sure. Hey, I got you a racket. Yeah, I got you. A I
0: know. Okay. We'll be good.
1: Um, hey. Thank you everybody for tuning in to episode three, of Clean Winter Podcast. Let's talk tennis. This has been a great time, Jimmy. Thanks yeah. for uh, hosting with me today.
0: For sure. I want to say one mm-hmm. last thing here before you completely take it out. Okay, do it. Next week's podcast, I think we got an exciting one. You know, we're we're hopefully trying to get a guest on this podcast. Um, you guys have to check out who it is. Uh, I think it's I think it's a good, a really good one to start out with. A uh, very interesting person. Uh, probably has a lot of stories to tell, a lot of insights from different tournaments, you know, different, mm-hmm. uh, things he's done in his tennis career so far and more things to come. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah. We're ve- very excited to have him on the podcast. Him. Uh-oh. Him. S- all right. A little spoiler. Get, a, little, a little spoiler Who's right there. be, guys? Hey, my, my bad. My bad. Anyway. Uh, shop the best quality tennis products at CleanWearShop.com for the lowest possible price. We really care about the players. Uh, we understand you got to fill the bags with rackets that actually work and are not $200 plus. So and put
0: some good clothes on your body.
1: Put some good clothes on your body. Both feel good. on and off court. Feel good, look good, play good. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.